What's up, guys? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and welcome back to another episode Yo, of Junior. Episode Senior. 132? Easy. 133. 133, sorry. We can't keep up. We got so many episodes. Yep. All right, let's go. Uh, what did Mac McClung do to wow the crowd at the Slam Dunk Contest? Uh, he was He's white. <laughs> so I, so I'm going to say it. I mean, come on. Really? He's white. That's the only thing that everyone's like, oh, my on, God. Guys- white guy can jump. You got, really? No, 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 no. I'm, ta- you, I'm, I'm you not playing a race card. I'm just saying the got, truth. You got to give that man some props. Uh, that did, was, he did a 720 uh, on his last dunk. Uh, he did a 720 on his last dunk. That's no small feat. If it was, yeah, like if it was done by a black player, people would be shouting out. That's a that. It was an amazing. More so because he's white. No. So I, 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 he saved the slam dunk competition. Look, first of all, Matt McClung is like a. It's like a G Leaguer, 10 day contract guy currently with the 76ers. I don't think he's ever played a minute on the He signed court. a two way contract just recently. Yeah, whoopee. And he was at Georgetown for like five minutes. And now, that's something to spot on a, I, on a Georgetown known, bench, isn't I, it? I've known, about this brother, <laughs> I've known about this brother's bounce since high school. Whatever. He has some highlight clips. Look, I, I mean, was ex- it, I was excited to see him <laughs> in the slam dunk contest. He put on a show. <laughs> he put on a show. And look, if you get Shaq's approval. And he got Shaq's approval. You done something right. I think it speaks to the look. I'm gonna get on my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be like get off my lawn time for old guy. All star game is a waste of time now. Guys aren't playing the game. The game itself. Yeah, guys right. are not playing. But we're talking about the slam dunk. Well, contest. I mean, we can talk about the slam dunk contest. Look, slam dunk contest is also boring. And Matt McClung, thank God, helped it out. He otherwise, did, he did a good job. You otherwise, to, they got nothing. He did a good job. You have to admit that. He, he, he was there was some really good dunks in there. He went up, bounced it off the backboard, and dunked it. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He did stuff we haven't seen before. Eh, it, uh, it's hard to come up with new dunks. Of course it is, and they've done it all. Some you know, like you know, got Gordon jumping over Blake Griffin jumping over a car, or Gordon yeah. jumping over a person, yeah. or somebody jumping over a donkey. Or well, he he came up with new dunks, and he did them really well, and did them all on his first attempt. I guess that saved the All Star Weekend. Uh, on a side note, I will say the All Star Game's a waste of time. Yeah. That's like me and you playing full court. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a bunch of guys running up and down the court, throwing the back, throwing the ball off the backboard and dunking. Because no one wants to get injured. No one wants to get injured, but that's not what I used to watch. I used to watch all-star games where guys were actually challenging shots and actually yeah. playing a game. Yeah. So I, I, I think all-star games need to be looked at. I don't think it's a, a, I think it's a waste of time. I think you cut the season down and get them in playoffs because that's, yeah. that's what people want. Yeah. People want to know, with games left in the season, who's in the playoffs and let's start it. All right. All right. You got this one. All right. The next one. Uh, let me find it. Oh, sorry. What's the next one? Give me the next one. Bigger move. Westbrook to the Clippers or Kevin Love signing with the Heat. Which one? I'm going to say Westbrook to the Clippers. I think it's better than Heat. Kevin Love to the Heat. I'm going to agree with you. I initially thought it was K-Love to the Heat, but the Heat are mediocre as hell. Are very, very, very mediocre. Initially, I thought it was K-Love, but like, the Heat are mediocre. So I still think I think it's Westbrook. I do agree with you. Um, whether uh, from training sessions, he looks happy with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to do well with the even keeled um, approach of Kawhi Leonard, and I think they're. I think he could be a valuable piece to the Clippers this as is, they bolster. This is a different situation. When Paul George came to OKC, it was Russ's team. Yeah. Now Russell's going to the Clippers. 
Excuse me. It's Kawhi Paul Joyce. So he's he's a spark plug. He's going to bring that off the bench. You got Ty Lue, who's won a who's won a championship. You know he's a no nonsense coach. I think the system works. It'll be interesting to watch in April. I think April eighth or early April. There's going to be a grudge match between the Lakers and the Clippers. Well, he needs. A, he just needs a he needs calming presence around him. Westbrook, we know, is a guy who's very outspoken. He's very hot-headed at times. Well, I mean, he look, needs a calming presence. Reportedly, the locker room, which is what, I guess, sent him away, was not very positive. He wasn't good in the locker room. I don't know what was happening there. But, look, the, the Kevin Love deal is, it's okay. It's It gives them another shooter off the bench. By the way, with that yeah. locker room quote, uh, reveal your source, please. Yeah, of course, it's always Because that, that was, whoever did that, that's a crock. Oh, I'll well, tell you I that mean, much. Look, I wouldn't be happy as a as, as a fellow teammate seeing that. I would say it's the last stop on the on the steamboat train for Russell Westbrook as far as yeah. being on a good team. This is his last shot. Yeah, this is at it. being on a good team. The next stop is Orlando. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, I mean, serious. I mean, I don't see it, like the outskirts. Orlando, Detroit. You pick. You pick an outskirt. San Antonio. Has, pick team, an outskirt. A team that has a lot of cap space. Pick an outskirt. Are happy to take right. this so, contract for an asset or two. I mean, you know. I don't. I think this is it for him. I think this is a chance that you know he has to take advantage of. I think he will take advantage of it. He's in the playoffs. Uh, I think he'll be a, a spark plug off the bench. All right, moving uh, next on. One. Yep, I got this got one. This one. Okay. <laughs> I already see it. Oh, of course you do. With Lonzo Ball shut down for the rest of the season, should the Bulls look to dismantle during the summertime? All right. Um. Uh, Take your yeah. time on this one. It's like it's, it's all, pretty simple. It's, it, it's weird that they just shut him down now. I, he, I thought he'd been shut down. He'll need a second surgery. I don't know what just went wrong. Whether the front office rushed him back or what, but this is bad. This might be his his career might be over. Like this is really really bad. And like as one of their big free agent signings of. That 2021 offseason where they reloaded. Not Caruso? It, <laughs> not Caruso. We, yeah, not DeRozan. That, it was that, definitely Lonzo. The Caruso contract is good. The uh, DeRozan, he's been up and down this uh, season. But um, I don't think the Bulls should dismantle this summer. I'll tell you why. Nobody this wants, is nobody wants their players. This is supposed to be... Yep, they're not going to Nobody wants that. their players. Are you telling me you're going to get... Nobody wants Vukovic. I don't even, the, the, the nobody wants big, Levine. Listen, the biggest <laughs> asset they have... I'm, it's my turn. Oh, sure. I didn't get a chance to talk yet, but okay. The biggest asset they have right now is Zach Levine. Uh They'll be lucky to get two first-round picks for him, Uh considering his contract. Uh Um, DeRozan, maybe a team in playoff contention will will want a first-round pick for him. Uh, Will will give a first-round pick for him, but that's a a stretch. Caruso might... Could fetch a first, considering his contract is pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. Vucevic won't fetch a first at all. Okay, he's in the final year of his his deal. I don't think the Bulls should rebuild and dismantle because you're not going to get that much assets back. I think you're you're probably not going to make the plan. Just go into this summer and see what went wrong uh-huh. and go re- back with the same team and, and retool, <laughs> retool. Because okay. the biggest problem with the Bulls this season has been depth. You really starting Io Dusumo as your starting point guard? Okay, you're missing something. All right, so I'll, so I'll, first I'll say I feel bad for Lonzo Ball. Yeah, it's all, but I don't feel bad that Lavar Ball has not been talking. Thank God for that, because there was a time where Lavar Ball was everywhere. 
Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. When, 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 you know, when Lonzo was at UCLA, which, by the way, you saw me wearing the Lonzo jersey. That yeah. was that was the time of his life. Played one year and then played with the Lakers that that season, and then next minute he was going to you know New Orleans. He was a good fit with the Bulls. He was an excellent fit with the yeah. Bulls, and now his career is things are not looking great. So I mean, it's it's sorry, to, it's a sad state of affairs because that one guy has changed the whole complexion for that team. Like it's, it, I don't know, I don't understand how much he was blowing up that team, especially last year because he was the spark. He was. They as were, soon as he went away, they, they went were, bad. They were the first team in the, the first seed in yeah, the East until he point. went down, and until that was he it. Went down, and then they just tumbled. Then in the playoffs, they were stunk. Even with Lonzo, they were going to lose to the Bucks in the first oh, round. They lost to the Bucks miserably. Yeah, I think but, they only won one game. If that, yeah, if they, that. Won, they won a single Four game. Four games to one. But Vucevic cannot defend. They don't when, play defense. Uh, the I period. You want to know why I was so excited about the Drummond signing this offseason? Mm. Because he's actually played well mm. as a traditional center. Okay. He somehow kept the Bulls' defense somewhat alive. So it's. I don't rebuild. Don't blow up this roster because you'll get nothing back for it. This is the second year of competing. I'm not watching this team pick it the top of lottery. I watched it for three straight seasons from 2018 to 2020. I'm not watching it again. Retool. Okay. Okay. Invest. Okay. Develop. Okay. Do something. Okay. Yeah. You still got Pat Bev. Go That's ahead. All. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, let's move on from that. Yes. Does the firing of Nate McMillan change things for the Hawks? Um, it's the Hawks are really a conundrum, man. I don't know what you do to uh, fix this roster. That uh, initially I thought it was problems in the front court. I think it's an everything problem. I think Trey Young is a problem. Like he has had a very very down year in terms of efficiency. Um, his volume has been really high, which is which is why he's been averaging around maybe in the twenties, but. Like, a lot of players average in the 20s. For Trey Young, a pure scorer and the face of that franchise, this is a down year. Um, their front court, they've been talking about shopping John Collins for a while now. Um, I don't know. No maybe. takers on that. So, yeah, there have been no takers nah. on that. If there's a taker, maybe you do it because John Collins hasn't been good this year. Uh, Capella's getting up there in age. Their bench isn't good. They, they. I just feel like this team needs a an alpha dog coach that's going to lay down the law. Okay. Nate McMillan isn't that. Well, I'm going to just weigh in and say I don't think it changes anything for the Hawks moving forward. I don't care who goes in that as a head coach. Nate McMillan is a good coach. Old he is school. A good coach. He's he coached is. for years. He was 27 and 11 in the 38 games that the Hawks needed. And they got to the Eastern Conference Finals with almost the same team. I know there's been pieces that are gone. Gallinari's gone. You got other guys who've left. Kevin Herter's gone, which I think is a big loss for them. Uh, They're not the same team, and they need more scoring. DeJounte Murray, that trade hasn't really worked out. He's not that good. Uh, He's been banged up as well. Not even that, but he wasn't banged up playing with the Spurs. It's funny, it's ironic, right? You know, you, you have a player who comes in who played well for a bad team, and now he's on a better team, and now he's banged up. Trey Trey Young has his, his production slip, but we talked about this would have been many many shows ago. There was disagreements between him and Nate McMillan. Yeah, and we and you know he's the star. He's the face of the franchise. There's no way they're gonna trade Trey Young. Yeah, they tra- remember they swapped with Dallas. They yep. got they traded Luka to Dallas and got Trey Young to the I Hawks. I still think that's a so, win. I still think that's a win-win trade. But you would rather have Luka right now. But Luka, I think, has a better team around him as opposed to what the Hawks have. Yeah. So I don't think it changes anything. I think the Hawks are a play-in team. I think they'll be middling around 500 for the rest of the season. 
they'll get into the play on. Maybe they don't make it. Maybe they do. But I don't and think if you think very about um, this, is now two coaches that Trey Young has allegedly had disagreements uh-huh. with. Do you look inward? Not trading Trey Young, but do you look inward and say to him, "Get your act together." Yeah. Okay. Sure. Because said done. This, this is now the second coach that he's allegedly forced out. And I don't think it was that bad. It was twenty nine thirty. It was like they were twenty nine and like yeah, but they've been, they've been mediocre as hell. Okay. All right. Moving so on. maybe there was discussions with the front office. Trey Young gave them maybe a an edict. I don't know. Move it on. Yeah. Your question. Uh, which change will have more of an impact for the upcoming baseball season? Larger bases or the pitch clock? Uh, I'm going to say... I think it's both. But I think both for different reasons. I think the pitch clock will affect pitchers. I think it might create more box Because a pitcher has a bit of a... You know, they have a bit of a, a routine when they get on the mound. They like to, you know, shuffle their hat and do this and grab the crotch. And, you know, with a clock going... You know, I don't know how long the clock's running for. But they're going to have to make a move quickly. Um, I think... The larger bases, you know, it, it's it's more probably disadvantageous to the infielder because they're going to have to cover more plate in order to stop a runner well, from getting to the base. Because we know why they increased the, the size of the bases and got rid of the shift. Right. Because they want more action. Right. They want more balls put in play. The MLB wants to speed up the game, and they want that. That's what they want. Okay. So which um, one do you think is going to be worse? I think I think gonna... it's going to be the bases because really? you're going to have if you're thinking about guys who can steal, they're going to have more options to shift around and get on the base before they're tagged because it's a it's a if you look at the sizes, it's a significant size um, increase. It's not a little increase; it's a significant increase. Uh-huh. So I think that it'll be the bases. Pitch clock will be definitely significant though. Um, pitchers won't uh, be able to game the system. Uh, hitters definitely won't be able to game this game the system either by calling constant timeouts. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think it'll be. You think um, the bases? I think it'll I think be the bases, be, yeah. but I think both will be pretty significant. I think the pitch clock may turn out to be the other thing that'll bother. I mean, I think initially applaud pitchers will be bothered by it. Um, I would say that it would probably be something they would introduce during exhibition games if they're thinking because they want to get. All teams ready for what's going to happen, particularly their pitchers. Well, have they been? I think they're going to start introduce. I think they've started introducing it in spring training. Okay, well, so. they'll definitely do an exhibition games. Yes. Okay. Yep. Your your next one. Will there be any takers for Manny Machado who will opt out after this upcoming season? Yeah, I bet. <laughs> they need a third base. Anybody who needs any team who needs a third baseman will be opting for Met, Manny Machado. I don't think the Mets should go for him. I know, honestly. but I just think any team who needs a third baseman. I, I, there'll be plenty of suitors. Yankees need a third baseman. There'll be plenty of suitors lining up for Manny. He's in my opinion, he was almost the, he was second in battle for MVP. He's one of the best third basemen in the entire game. There'll be people lining up for his services. I don't think the Mets should go for him. I think they should allow Beatty to develop, allow maybe Venitos to have a chance. But well, they uh, will and, once and, the season's done. They'll evaluate that. Yeah, because there'll be a platoon there anyway. We know and, that. Yeah. Um, but it, I want to put trust in Beatty. I think he can be a definite homegrown um, star in the franchise. So I don't think Cohen should be looking at Machado um, and he should be focusing his attention towards a certain Japanese fellow. Mm-hmm. But um, there will be plenty of suitors um, for Manny Machado. Plenty. I mean, including look, his current team. Yeah, he said he's going to opt out. That doesn't mean that the Padres don't have first crack. And it depends on how far the Padres go. They got to the championship. They lost to the Phillies. That depends on... Uh, when and if Tatis returns. And right. I know they got Bogarts this offseason, yes. but Tatis is your guy. Okay, well, I mean, right now, they're stacked. You yeah. don't know who to pitch to. You pitch to Matty, 
you know, pitch the bag. Pitch the Bogart, you pitch Soto, you pitch. So there's a lot. And if so, you think about what do you what do you think about their rotation? Well, we'll uh, see. They, the, Darvish, Darvish just got, got, got a big paid. Extension. Okay. Snell is amazing. Musgrove's amazing. So it just depends on what happens this season. If the Padres go farther this season, perhaps get to the World Series, maybe Manny changes his oh, they mind. They need to. They and Soto needs to show up. Yeah. Soto definitely needs to that that performance he was putting on with the with the uh, Padres can't repeat. Okay. Not for what they gave up. They gave up way too many prospects for that to repeat. Yeah. Way too many. Yeah. They gave up all of the top prospects. Uh, C.J. Abrams they gave up. Uh, Robert Hassel they gave up. Those are legit guys who could be stars in the future. So they need him to show up if he wants the big bucks. Yeah. Moving on. All right, I'm going to answer that one. Yep. Um, let's see. Oh, are the Astros the favorites to win the division? Which uh, other team in their division could challenge them? Uh, yeah. I don't know why this is even <laughs> even a discussion. It's the AL West. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think the wild, only wild the only the only challenger in that division, I'd say, are the the Mariners. That's it. The Angels are a mess. The Rangers are throwing money at everything, hoping, wishing for a wild card spot. Um, who else in that division? The A's. The A's are. Well, they're the still going to be in Oakland. Thank God for that. The, Most fans are happy for that. Are they still? <laughs> is um, has Howard Terminal been approved? I don't know. Nothing. Who knows? There's well, somebody the, playing at the still, rat rat infested stadium. Nothing has been moved on that. The A's okay. are sandbagging their fan base right. with nobody. They just traded away Sean Murphy. Yeah. It's the Astros' division to lose. Okay, so I agree with that statement. I mean, I mean, I I would definitely put Houston up there. And I think the one thing that separates Houston from the Yankees, which is what. Everybody complains about why the Yankees can't get past them because Houston's this next man up. They have such a deep, deep, deep system. I mean, yeah. look. I mean, they look. Carlos Correa, he had to go. It's okay, go. They're, we'll get this other guy in. We'll get this Peña guy. Uh, They're the, the the best way to describe them yeah. is they are the Dodgers of the AL. Sure, they just because bring the next if talent. You look up. at what the Astros, both the Astros and Dodgers are doing. They're doing very similar things. Yep. They're focusing all of their money on. Scouting, yes, on prospect development, yep. and it's paying off. Framber Valdez, they got from the system. Christian Javier, they got from the system. Tucker, uh, Tucker, they got from yep. the system. Um, Correa, before he left, got from the system. Altuve got from the system. Yes, they focused all of their money and time and attention. And when they've made big trades, they their prospects they've gave up have barely even um, t- touched their uh, made a dink in their pool. Yeah. So they have focused all their money and attention on that, and it is bore fruits. Yeah, it is bore absolute fruits. Yeah. and I think I get the feeling that the trash can gate, the the jeering that they got I think, during that I, cheating, I think, I think it's all past. Them I now. think at this point it's past. I, I think, think it's past. People, people are like, yeah, that was scummy. But no. I think at this point everyone's like, okay, we have to ex- well, respect them again. Because they're an organization that cares about winning. Of course. They're an organization that puts money and time and effort into putting always a winning product in the field. And the reason they're able to um, balance between competing for titles and building from within is because everything in their organization runs like clockwork. It's that the three teams that do that, the four teams that do that best are the Cards, Astros, Dodgers, and Rays. Right. That's it. You also have Dusty Baker, and I think Dusty Baker yeah. is old school. Not to put up with that nonsense. I think the team that could challenge him, I'm going to say it's going to be the Rangers, just because of a couple of things. Not I will the say, hang on, 
I think the Mariners are okay, but I think the Rangers, they've thrown money at things. If DeGrom's healthy with Navaldi, with Naval- they might be a good one too. And they also have Bruce Bocci. He's come back. This guy's won three World Series titles. Don't, don't, let's not sleep on that. He's no slouch. I'm, I'm going so to, I'm gonna I'm, say that. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I think okay. the Mariners have a better shot. Right. Just because of the moves they made this offseason, uh, look at Teoscar Hernandez. Their biggest issue was the outfield. Um, they can't put... They're trying... They tried to put all their hopes and dreams into Jared Kelenic, who can't seem to figure out Major League pitching, and it hasn't worked. So... They went out and got A.J. Pollock on a relatively buy-low deal. They went out and got Teoscar Hernandez. Going to be fantastic. And the rest of their roster is really good with prospects coming up. So I like what the Mariners are doing. I love what the Mariners are building. And I think they're going to be the team that challenges the Astros for that division. Okay, moving on. Uh, Next question. You have this one. The Giants may have to pay Daniel Jones upwards of $40 million for a new contract. Is that justified? Yeah. I mean, that's the market. That's the market. I mean, you're making a face, but that's the market. I mean, think about it. Let's, let's think about the highest paid salaries right now, right? Aaron Rodgers, right? Didn't make the playoffs. Josh Allen didn't get to a Super Bowl. He makes upwards of nearly $40 million. Kirk Cousins makes that kind of money. Carson Wentz makes that kind of money? Dak Prescott makes that kind of money? That's the going rate for a top-flight starting quarterback in the league. Look it up. Look up the top quarterback salaries right now. And I don't think you're going to find a, a quarterback that doesn't make... I mean, he's proven himself. They're going to pay what what he wants. Let me just... Right, go ahead. You're GM. You lose him. I, I love Daniel Jones. I think that he's a good quarterback in this league and has potential. But Dable needs to get more out of him. His arm still needs to be developed. I remember, uh, like, we were talking about a year ago. You wide receivers to throw the ball to. Yeah, but... He doesn't have that. Whatever. You don't have it if you get thrown the ball off field. What did the Eagles do in the divisional? They just zoned in on his feet. They forced him to throw, Uh and that's how they won. Yeah, but that I think Dable can get more out of him, okay. but I really do not want Shane to give him a five-year what four two hundred million dollar contract. That's the going rate, and, though, and, and no, and it and, is, and he flops in year year three of that contract. Is that a risk, and though? They have to let go of Saquon. Who's more important to that offense, Saquon or D- Jones? It's Saquon for me. No, no, no. No, no. it is. Running backs are running backs. You need a quarterback. It's Saquon. You need a quarterback. If you ask Brian Dable who he wants to steer the ship, that's what he wants. Year two now, that's what you want. You want a quarterback who's familiar with you and you're familiar with him, and they can move forward. I I don't think this is unreasonable. from day one of Uh, when the Giants lost to the Eagles. Just give Jones a two-year. And I don't even care about – look, the price, $40 Okay, fine, whatever. Give him a two-year. Just happen. give him a two-year bridge. and Or uh, if you can somehow do it, Shane, please franchise him. If you can somehow do it. I know that's asking for a lot, but just give him a two-year bridge. See what happens in those two years. And then if it doesn't work out, you move on. And I think it, there's a it's a high-risk, high-reward so, situation. You don't want to tie up your team who's already in cap hell thanks to okay, the sins of Gettleman yeah, yes. in another bad contract. Okay, well, answer me this. Who's the better quarterback, Daniel Jones or Carson Wentz right now? Right now it's Daniel Jones. Okay, but Carson Wentz gets paid 
a lot more than Daniel Jones right now. If, you you're, da- thank, you if can, you're Daniel you can, Jones... You can thank Howie Roseman in uh, his dark days for that. But don't thank anybody. But that's what happens. Quarterbacks get paid. Kirk Cousins was in that window where everybody wanted him. He was the darling in the free agency. Because he came out of Washington really good. But everybody wanted him. And he hasn't done anything with the Vikings, really. You gotta look at the. You gotta look what the market's asking for. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get two years. Give him two years. No, it's not gonna keep happen. Saquon, please. All right. Keep Saquon. Please. Right, I on. beg, just keep Saquon. Look, no matter what happens, just keep Saquon. All look, right. Honestly, Move I wouldn't on. mind. Happy birthday time, is it? Yes, yep. it is. Happy birthday to Trump. Chuck, Charles Barkley. Chuck, Chuck, the of, round mound of rebound. Honestly, like, nowadays, he doesn't get a whole lot of respect, at least from my generation. <laughs> well, like, you're too young to know. Yeah. <laughs> a, legit, a, a legitimate superstar. And he a was. legit franchise player for several organizations. He was. The, but I'm, his first organization, of course, was the 76ers. He was the face of that team. He came on towards the end of Dr. J's career. He took over, but unfortunately, at the time, uh, the 76ers were not a good team without him. They didn't, su- they didn't surround him with talent, and he took his talents to Phoenix, where well, he got, was, he got uh, MVP yeah. and got to the finals, but there was somebody in his way, a guy right. named Michael his, Jordan. Yeah, so his after for- that... His, his formerly best friend, Michael Jordan. And after that, he went to Houston. They, they tried to build with him and the Pippen, and, and, and that didn't work. So, oh, Pippen, Pippen, that whole thing with him and Pippen was... Volatile. Well, that didn't work. So, look, he's making tons of money. He's just signed a huge contract with TNT for 10 years, like $10 million a year, something like that. He's he's doing commercials. He's loving life. Yep. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to JV, Justin Verlander, the newly minted New York Met, alongside with his friend Max Scherzer, ooh, one ooh, of the best ooh, pitchers one, two, of one, two. the last 20 years. He turns 40. Now, I know that number kind of scary, but, you know, he just came off Tommy John surgery a year prior and to, a year before. What a Cy Young. Like, what a championship. I thought he was never pitching again. And he pitched After. again. So let's hope that the surgery holds this season because he's on uh, uh, the first year of a two-year contract. And that pushes and escalates the Mets into World Series appearance. That would be fantastic. Maybe even a World Series win if Ooh-wee. everything goes right. You're going to hear some yelling going on this show if that happens. All right. That's our show for this week. If you're coming from TikTok, welcome. If you're coming from the stream, from YouTube, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. And we'd like to just thank the Regent uh, for yeah, hosting. For, for if allowing us to do that. And we love plugging the Regent. It's the sports pub in Kingsford right off the light rail. 4, 416 to 418 Anzac Parade. Yeah. Lots of good food. UFC. It's got boxing. you got sporting events. It's the place to go. Yeah. Uh, next week, we are going to have NHL deadline, the oh, trade yeah, deadline. Trade I know deadline. you're, yeah. you're just Ooh. chomping at the bit to get an Ooh, NHL, yo. but we're going to be talking about that. There's some big trades. Uh, I'm definitely going to be analyzing. You know nothing about hockey, so I'm going to be analyzing Ooh. it. But that's the show for this week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.